Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and presenter. Today we have Carol McLaughlin. Uh, her Twitter handle is at Mac 100 and is a must follow. Definitely a must follow. Uh, our episode today is The End Game, Reflections on a Year of Gamification. Uh, before we dive into episode 112, can you please introduce yourself? I can. I'm excited to be here. I'm Carol McLaughlin. I sit at Mac 100 on Twitter. And I teach second grade in Birmingham, Alabama. Now, this is this is your second episode, right? Second episode. I'm so excited to have you back. Uh, and you you currently teach. What we're reflecting over is your a second grade. Yes. Fully gamified year. The whole year, first time. Oh gosh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So. Let me explain a little bit what we're what we're trying to accomplish here. So, Carol and I are going to like the at the time of recording this, we're in the sort of the middle to end of May here. The year's sort of wrapping up, and we're both going to sort of take a little reflective look uh, back at our year. And I'm very excited to hear kind of Carol's story because it's her first year doing a full year gamified. I'm going to drop in a few stories, but really excited to hear from you. Your experience, your students' experience, uh, really, like, hopefully encapsulate what you've experienced. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, listeners, here we go. Uh, Carol, like, thinking through the year, looking back over, like, the whole thing, uh, I think one one thing I'd want to start with is, well, what would you say... How how did this resonate with your kids overall? Like now that like the year is coming to an end, I would. Um, I am actually my kids. We just had an end of the year party, and they made a video where they kind of shared their favorite part of second grade. Oh, and I love it. It was awesome and so sweet. <clears throat> and every single one of them mentioned, you know, I mean, they love second grade, but they said their favorite part was all fairy tale force, which is my game. And they just loved it because they said, many of them said, because I was learning, I didn't realize how much I was learning. They just said it made school so I couldn't wait to get to school. Um, oh. They just said it was just fun for them and just a lots of different ways, but they loved it so much. And, you know, when kids love it, it makes you excited. So it was just great. It was a great experience for all of us. That's really like, that's it. That's the heart of it, right? That like... Mm -hmm. I mean, kids loving being at school, loving learning, loving the challenge that's presented. And ultimately, like, you just wrapped kind of a better story around it. You know, you, you gave them a reason, I guess, right? Right. And I love it. I love yeah. it. So, it sort of, it's all the stuff I've always done. It was just in a game format. So it was just, it, it was just a different twist on everything I've done. So it was fun. Yeah. And that's like often what I talk about, you know, like, guys like you already do amazing things yeah. we're just going to take kind of what you do be a little more intentional of how you lay it out mm -hmm. wrap it in this sort of theme and i guarantee you like kids are going to enjoy that more kids are going yep. to care more kids are going to work together more uh so i guess let's start there like do you think that looking back i mean you have how many years have you taught second grade specifically uh, uh Four, say 14. I taught, I had 14 years in a row, second grade, but I've also taught it another year. So 15 total in second grade. 
All right, so 15 total, 14, you know, like concurrently here. Uh, would you would you agree? Would you say that like this year you got greater work product out of the kids because directly because of that game? I would say that my kids were much more invested in their learning because it wasn't just, <clears throat> I think a lot of times, even the best teachers, and you know, I've always been fairly creative, but even the best teachers, there's a lot of me pouring out and they just taking it and giving it back to me or in a, just like a different, all different kinds of ways. But this one, it was like they were taking initiative in their learning because they had, we have secret missions, kind of like SideQuest. So they were wanting to do that. They would look them up. They would find out what um, I had. Like, and it was a choice. I think the choice is what's such a big deal. They could choose to do it or they go, I don't like this one. I'm going to wait for another one. But they saw other friends doing one. So they would get points. So they're like, well, I've made look at that again. It was just they were invested and they felt like they were driving the car of the learning instead of me doing that. And just in the passenger seat. That's huge. Uh, I mean, I think we all know as teachers, having that kind of invested student is a game changer. I mean, that totally <laughs> changes the nature of the classroom. That really like produces sort of a tidal, a tidal wave of like enthusiasm, yep. but like drive, I guess. Like that's probably the word I'd want to use. Like they they were self-starters. They were self-motivators. That's That changes everything. And that <laughs> literally changes my attitude towards my job. I mean, like all of a sudden I want to invest time into that next quest that next idea that next fairy tale that we're going to do because yeah. like you see the kids loving it yeah and they didn't mind if I, they would turn in something and I felt they could do better um or they were missing something and I would tell them you know if you want to earn more points then this is what I really would like to see they didn't mind that they would go do that where when they get a grade a lot of times they just I mean Second graders, one that's kind of very abstract, um, but they understand points because they play games, they play video games, they know what happens if you do it again and do better, you get more points. So they understand that system. So if I would that's say, if you want this biography to get more points, then I need you to present it. You not only just do the research, but I want you to present it some way, share the information with us. I don't care how you do it. And then they 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 understood that. They go, okay, I just get more points for that, and they would just go do it. That's nice. I like the, I like your point that they understood that system, that, that mechanic. Uh, and I love that you, you push the kids towards that, that better version of themselves. You know, uh, I have in my years found that my gamified experiences, which for those of you that haven't heard some of our grading episodes or whatever, for me, I separate typically the game from the grade. Uh, but I, I found that that my gamified components that I'm grading yeah. with XP as opposed to like <laughs> educational points, the, it tends to be more real. Like and yeah. and I actually am freed up. I teach at a private school, and like I'm freed up to give. I think more authentic feedback. I mean, there's yeah. such pressure on these kids and on us teachers to like kind of the students I mean the students just almost like have to succeed it's like a what? it's a really like tough spot to be in but we know as educators like that's not how learning works <laughs> so like when do you get that space to like talk to them like for real and be like yeah this is this is okay <laughs> I mean like yeah this is what any sixth grader can kind of roll out and do 
But like, here's, here's what I was hoping. And here's where I think one could go with this. And a lot of kids take that feedback and they go run with it, you know? Right. But if I try to do that on like a homework assignment, like, oof, like that doesn't work that way. So I think it's an awesome space to, to push kids to, to kind of right. bring their best and do their best in a, um, in a and, safe space too. Cause it's not a grade. Right. And I was talking to actually, um, one of the teachers, um, wanted to come see me about, um, learning about gamification and she's in the grade level above me. And so she came and stayed an hour after school today. And I just sat down with her at my computer and showed her how I started with just a Google doc of just ideas and how I took that. And then I started making my being, I said, I didn't make all this at one time. So I wanted her not to get overwhelmed, but I want to kind of see the big picture of it. And we you, were talking about this. You one. are stuck where I'm stuck. I <laughs> so like want to show people like what it could be. Right, right. But then right. it's like, then everybody walks out of the room saying like that, that's really cool that he does that, but right. I cannot do that. Right. But they can. But they can. I mean, that's like literally <laughs> like I'm right there with you. Like, no, no, yes. guys, you can do this. Look, I didn't do this all yesterday. I didn't do this over time. Over time I did this. Um, and I said, you're going to not want to not do it. Like you will have to do it. I'm just telling you when you started, you will find time to make this happen. Um but it'll be the same as doing anything else you had to create for your classroom. It's just a game. But anyway, I sat down with her and she was talking about the, the leaderboard. And I was explaining that to her and the girl that's at the top of it, how she is like, I mean, she's demolishing every secret mission that I can possibly put out there. And we were talking about how, what a great skill that is that one day when she's trying to get a job and she sees before her, she knows what she has to do to get, the promotion or get the next yeah. job or get the whatever she's going to go after it because she's learned that self-discipline of this is what I want to get. Here's how I go get it. And that's from her, not me. Yeah, I just gave her the opportunities and she's going to be, she's so confident that she can take those, those missions on that. She'll just keep doing it. Her she mom says she's it. obsessed. Her mom says she's obsessed a little bit with, <laughs> with the game, but that's okay. I have uh, some students that uh, their parents say the same thing in like a joking sort of manner yes. that like they've never seen their kid. I don't want to say care. They're, I mean, these are good kids, but like this is a different level of care. This is beyond yep. the normal like school caring. Uh, we're I'm doing something right now where I sort of hide these little containers around and kids find them and in them are like secret quests that only they can do because they found the container. And it's sort of awoken sort of some kids that I don't want to say weren't playing, but like they were sort of puttering out to like just sort of average gameplay. And these kids, like it just lit a fire on them. And once you find the quest, there's like a time limit on completing the quest. They're all small, (laughs) but one kid found seven of them in one day. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And I was like, Oh man, Alex, you, you got your work cut off for him. And the next day, very next day comes in with all of them and they were all done like blew me away like exceptionally well and well thought out um and i was like wow like alex and he's like yeah like i just stayed up late making (laughs) these and he's like i did have to get up at six this morning to like finish one but like and he's just smiling while telling the story and i'm like yeah that's crazy. Like you never hear a kid talk about homework that way. And all of these were academic. I mean, they had like one of them, he had to draw like a castle blueprint 
and then measure six angles with inside the castle. I was trying to make it cross curricular. Right. And like, not easy. Not easy no. to do. No. No. <laughs> um, and yeah, he did it. I mean, like, and that and that was one of seven that he did in one day. Well, the highest level. She's at my highest level, and so, um, in my game, like they're they're like detectives, and so she's a fairy tale force investigator, and so she has a super secret secret mission place, and that place is only it's wants to help other people, so all the missions are to help other people, but she also earns XP as she does that, but. But she has to help another person on the bottom of the leaderboard get up, get another bump up to another level. She has to make um, she had to make a quest for everyone else to solve and put it on our Google Classroom. Like, so she's creating things now for the game, which is great for her and fun for me to see. I absolutely love it. So, all right, let's let's be a little more reflective here. Let's okay. scratch the surface a little bit, go a little deeper. Uh, I'm thinking some questions some of the audience might have. So, one, what was it like middle of the year? Like maybe when yourself might be out of steam. I don't know. Take around the the new year. You know, like either you just came off Christmas and you, oof, that's always a busy holiday with everybody. I don't know. But like, how are you feeling mid-year? Like, were, did you still have juice and excitement for this? Was there... I was still pretty excited, pretty excited being my first year, but I also was a little bit, um, it was daunting thinking about what I had left and not knowing where I knew where the game was going to go, but not sure I could get, have enough time to get there. You know, I was a little worried about getting to that point. And, um, so I really had to stop and think about how to make the game get there. So sure. it was a little little scrambling a few times to kind of make it fit the way I wanted to. So it was more of me just being aware, okay, I know I'm halfway through, but I still have a long way to go because it was so new to me. There was a lot, you know, it was a lot to do, um, but all fun. But I did have to stop and think about that. So it was a little daunting, but, but so worth it. I was still super excited. All right. Looking now that you're at towards the end of the year, let's say you didn't do some of those things. Like you said, you were felt a little daunting, you know, like if you knew where you wanted to get to, but you didn't get there. Now that you're near the end, would you still be able to wrap it up? I mean, like, let's say you had one less fairy tale, like, would it still work out? You just would have one less fairy tale or would it literally like somewhat crumbled? No, you, the good thing about it is you can make it work. You there can you make go. it work. You're you're the one in charge of the game, so you're the game master. So That's you right. just make it work. I really wanted to have this cool maze thing set up, and it just that just did not happen. But the kids didn't know that, so I knew that, but the kids didn't know. So yeah. they it's didn't so know it's true. not there. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, like we before the show, we were talking about things we were wanting to do and things we want to add, things we would take away, blah blah, and. I mean, I always have a list of like to get tos, you know, like I want to make this and from this show or from XP lap, Twitter chat, or, you know, just going to a conference or an ed camp, always grabbing new ideas. And it's like, oh, that would be a great piece. I need to add this or that. And, and kind of like you said, Carol, like you don't do this all overnight. I mean, like it takes time and it's all good. 
And if you really, really super love it, you can kind of just, you can just keep adding. Right. Like it can get bigger and you can tweak it and you can change things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those, those kind of roadblocks give you another idea that you wouldn't have had if you wouldn't have hit that roadblock. You know, like I came up with the tri-villain tournament because I couldn't get to the maze thing that I wanted to do. So I ended up doing this other thing instead and it ended up being more fun. So, you know, or at least what I think would be more fun. No, I, I get it. I dig it. Uh, actually, the whole hidden canister thing that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. that actually was like kind of a quote-unquote failed idea from a previous year that I had bought these little canisters and some magnets and it ended up not working for that. And I, and I wanted to add something to this new unit and I kind of went in my back closet and like looked at all this like stuff that I have that I haven't used and I'm like, there has to be something here. And I just started like pulling stuff out until I like, and I was like, oh, I could use oh, this yeah. and I could do that. And it was, it kind of took a fail and turned it into what now is a really awesome thing that I really love. I know. And sometimes that happens that way. You have to be open to changing things up in the game. Yeah. I so agree. So, all right. So we got the middle, the middle, you felt charged. The middle felt great. Uh, the beginning usually I would say is like some people's hardest part because they don't understand how to begin. And then some people's best part because uh, they put all their time and energy. They're careful. They think about it. They've maybe come off summer and they've built this like perfect beginning. And then like I kind of questioned you about the middle. Like some people sort of like putter out like "Eh, now we're in the middle of teaching and they're just thinking about their district assessments and their regular things. (laughs) that they kind of set the game aside. But it sounds like you made it to the middle. Mm-hmm. Reflecting over your beginning, was there some advice that you could pass on? I would I would tell people that make sure it fits your class. Don't, I mean, you, you can spend your time doing it way in advance, but <clears throat> it needs to kind of be organic to your class and to what's going on with your students then. So I had the general time frame kind of laid out and I had my general story, but how the actually how it played out fit the, whatever they needed to practice kind of fit the game at the time, what they needed. And I think that, well, I think when I finally released, I don't have to have it all done at one time when I let go of that, because I'm a planner. When I let go of that, that was freedom in that. I'm going, I will make it fit when it gets there. Yeah. I don't know if that translates on my microphone, but that's me clapping because I couldn't agree more. Like gamification, you can you can definitely plan out some things. You can have some ideas, but like I think some of the best is when you're responsive to what's happening in the class, when you've mm-hmm. tuned up your like antenna here to sort of pay attention, think of the content that's happening, and and I swear sparks will fly to yep. like what you want and. And that will be a better game piece than when you're just sitting around summer thinking like, well, like I teach Romans, like what, what should I do with Romans? Like I tell you, like the moment you start like reading what the kids are reading and you start like hearing yeah. some things, you hear and they're excited. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we could, here's like new items, yeah. new ideas, new, new levels, new, whatever, new challenges. Yeah. Um, like, so I think so true, like set the skeleton, pick the theme, have some ideas of where you're going and, and kind of let, let the less, let the rest organically grow. Mm-hmm. 
And it's honestly, it's it's way easier that way too. I think you, it's kind of a natural flow to it than than you trying to force it into fit there. It's like having the right pieces at the right time, but they're only given to you at that time. <laughs> you know, this piece yeah. works. Do that now instead of trying to force one that doesn't really fit just yet. I just think it's better to kind of let it happen organically. I like that. Like the that it's almost like the game itself. If you're <laughs> if you're paying attention and you're trying, it's almost like it will hand you the right thing, right, at the right time. And and probably I should like air quote the word right because there are so many right, right things you could do. And mm-hmm. like, just be paying attention and, and it'll happen. It, it mm-hmm. surely will. And you can make a mistake too. Totally made a big mistake. Just like last week. I, I was going to do something, let them turn in something for double some XP or something. And I didn't realize how much gold they had stored up. And it was going to be the wrong. They were going to have all this XP and level up. And I went, I went home and I went, this is not right for these kids who worked really hard for them to turn in gold and get this. So, but you, what was cool about my kids and these were second graders, you have to remember, I told them, I said, y'all, you know, this is my first time doing it. And I just really thought about how hard these other kids work to earn those XP and that XP on there. I don't really think it's fair. What do you think? And they went, yeah, you're right. Seriously. They said, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like kids, I would say most, most of them. I mean, seriously, I teach middle school, so I teach like 90 kids and almost all of them would make that right choice. Cause like they'd rather have like a fun dynamic game that's competitive than like some loophole that they just win on. Like, or, or, you know, like cheat through like the vast majority of it. Like they wouldn't want to do that. They would, they really would be like, no, I mean, it might be funny for the moment. So like, like you said, like you made the mistake, they might love it that that day, like, oh man, I'm going to be in like second place because I got so much gold or something. (laughs) But then like the next day they'd be like, yeah, that was like a hollow victory. So yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. And they were great with it. So I tell them, you know, Miss Max learning too. It's all right. (laughs) But what a good message too, for like those of you listening that, you know, you worry. I mean, so many people worry about the balance of a game and true, like game designers, like gives them nightmares (laughs) but like when you're a game designer you're building this game and then it's like finished and you ship it and you can't like fix it you know anymore but like carol and i are saying your game is kind of constantly in beta and and your kids understand that and and just be open with your kids that this is new you're trying a new thing and they will so be okay with like and i have to like undo that or this item isn't as powerful as we thought and just be fair like if you give out an item and then change it give those kids the ability to like well then i didn't then i wouldn't have bought it so like give them their money back you know like and some kids will be like oh well, I, I still like that ability you changed it to so i'm going to keep it you yeah. know and you and you can make all of those changes and kind of like carol said you can't really do it like wrong wrong because everything's changeable everything's editable and if you don't want to admit that you made a mistake well one i would work on that quality of your life (laughs) that you don't want to do that but um but if you don't you can also just storyline fix it right like oh yeah you know like oh like they had too much gold or whatever all of a sudden like ah like mass inflation (laughs) yeah like market crashes you know like whatever like you can fix it storyline wise too if you don't want to like just openly admit that you got it wrong they were cool they They so are they're so flexible and just they just want to do it so 
I guess what are like your feelings? Like now, I mean, we talked about kind of the end, the middle, and the beginning. We went back in time there. Just like thinking it through, what would you say straight to the audience here? I would say if you are thinking after you've been listening, maybe you listened to some XP lap, you went into chats and you've been listening to well-played podcasts, and you're thinking, I can never do that. You can. You can. You can do it. Um, just try it. Try to think of a few things. Start out simple steps. Read Michael's book. It's fantastic. Um, the XP lap community is amazing. They are so willing to help you, um, throw out some ideas. People will jump on it and try to help you think it out. Um, just try it for something. I think you will be so happy once you try it because it's so much fun for you and for the kids and it makes your day better. It makes kids day better. And all the end is the learning is improved. And that's, that's a win, win all the way around. What a good a good message. Uh, I hope for those of you that are listening, I, I would kind of echo many of the same things. Like, you can do it. Get started. There's plenty of resources and plenty of people out there that want to help out. Uh, there are big and small ways. I mean, Carol and I have year-long games, and maybe that scared some of you away, but it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, I often contend that you will start with a small one, and you'll kind of see how fun and dynamic it is. And, and maybe not that same year, you might not turn it into a year-long game, but maybe that next year you take that shell of a game you did for one unit and stretch it out. Like you, you all of a sudden know about groups and points and badges and all those kind of things. And all of a sudden you say, well, I could, I could kind of do that all the time. Or you could be like me, do a mini game and then throw it all out and do a whole nother thing. Um, That's <laughs> which true. Is how I did That's it. true. Which is how I did it. But it gave me such a, an idea of what it could look like when I did my little, um, like, kind of like um, Iron Chef kind of thing for fractions. I did a little mini, mini game that I went, oh, yeah, I have to do this all year. Like, I'm going to have to find a way to make this last all year. And I just went through all the things I could do. And I just started a brand new theme and brand new cards and brand new everything. But it was, it was too much fun not to do it. I love it. Well, we have hit reflection time. Ah, oh, so fast. I know. So this uh, reflection time kind of goes with our theme here of like looking back and thinking through. Uh, this one comes from Sean Ashmore. And you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. This is style is a reflection of your attitude and your personality. How do you think that works with what we've been talking about? Hmm. Uh, well, for one, I can think of just my theme of my game is um, I had to find a theme that I loved that fit my personality. And um, I loved fairy tales. And so I made that happen for, for my class. But I've also found that, if you, and you may have seen this too, that classes tend to take on the personalities of their teachers a lot of times. A little bit. Yep. And if you are a confident and you are excited and you love learning and you're happy and joyful, then your classes tend to be that way. And um, the ones that are drudgery, you know what I'm saying, they tend to take on that where everything is work instead of fun. Um, I just think that it does become your, your, your personality does make your style happen. I just, it does. I've seen it. I 
hundred percent agree. So li- looking at this quote from me, style is a reflection of your attitude and personality. If I change that word to style, if it's like classroom, right? So that the style of your classroom is a reflection of your attitude and personality, much like you're saying, you bring that zeal. You bring, I don't know, you, I'm going to use the word permission. You bring the permission to be a certain way in your classroom. Yeah. And that certain way can be that perfect little student that has to sit there quietly and just be compliant. And I've seen many classrooms that like <laughs> that is the the most important skill or trait, you yeah. know, and they really like harp on that. And I've seen others that just like have a tone of respect where like they get that same ability to be quiet when it needs to be quiet, be rambunctious when it needs to be rambunctious without that heavy hand because of like you're saying their attitude, their attitude of joy. And I'm just going to leave it with joy. Like they really strike that like kids need to be happy. The teacher needs to be happy. Really like this room, this space needs to be filled with happiness and joy. Mm-hmm. And from there, we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll conquer everything else. Yep. I agree. But that's gotta be like your choice as the teacher, you know, bring that and don't feel like you have to keep that out. Like so many teachers, I think strive for some level of professionalism, but like they forget, like you're teaching kids and i I don't i don't even care if you're teaching like high school kids like you could be teaching seniors they're still like 17 18 years old like they still just they still want to have some fun like yeah so so do teachers at pd yeah no i mean yeah good good point like you 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 could be like the last year before retirement and you still probably want to have a good time that's right absolutely absolutely that's good i like it (laughs) Well, uh, Carol, thank you so much for being on the show again. Uh, I always love chatting with you. Well, thank you so much for asking. I always love being here. And thanks for all your help getting me started on gamification. I just love it. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's going to continue on all your adventures moving forward. Yes. And uh, everyone else, as always, thank you so much for being part of this community. And if you could... Uh, check out my YouTube channel. Uh, lots of different things there. Love that space and trying to connect with everybody there. I've written back to every comment on there. So a great place to connect and share. So just on my YouTube channel there. Also, the Hive Summit information is out and get signed up. Invite your friend, your neighbor, everyone. Uh, we really want the Hive buzzing this year filled with so many great people. Uh, And that's all I have for you this week. And I hope you guys have a good week and play on. Bye.